Welcome to the Weekly Wrap. Each week, the four of us go over music, sports, and news you may have missed. Joined by Jonathan, Theodore, Miles, and Sophia. This is the Weekly Wrap. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Weekly Wrap. I'm Sophia. Jonathan. Miles. And Theodore. And we have a very interesting episode planned for you guys, uh, ranging from a bunch of entertainment, sports, and a very interesting little funny story that we're going to wrap it up with, which you will hear about later. Mm -hmm. And I guess we're going to do what we always do, start off with our lovely Billboard Hot 100 in the music side of things. Yeah. Awesome. Let's start here. Okay, so starting off with our top 10. Nothing hasn't changed. Nothing's changed very much. With heat waves still clinging onto the top spot, just barely though. Sixty-one weeks on the chart, uh, currently at number one. Number two is "Stay" by The Kid Leroy, going up from number five last week. Number three is "Super Gremlin" by Kogak Black, still maintaining that spot. ABCDEFU hasn't changed at a bit last week. Uh, at number four, we don't talk about Bruno. Was at number two. Now is at number five. Ghost Slowly by Justin dropping. Yes. Slowly but surely. Yes. Ghost by Justin Bieber is at number six, coming up from seven. Easy on me has switched space has switched places from Ghost. Uh, Enemy by Imagine Dragons featuring JID is uh, is makes his top ten debut at. Uh, number eight, that's what I want by Lil Nas X is is slowly rising at number nine, and Bad Habits by Ed Sheeran is at number ten. There is a uh, some notable debuts include uh, Sweetest Pie by Megan Thee Stallion and Dua Lipa, and a Lil Durk album bomb that which takes spots uh, which takes spots twenty four, twenty six, thirty, uh, thirty four, and uh, thirty four, forty eight, uh, fifty three, fifty five, fifty eight, sixty, sixty five. 69, and 73. Uh, another notable debut is number 46, Something in the Way by Nirvana off of their, uh, off of their, off of their biggest album yet, coming from 19, coming from the 1990s. Wow. And personally, that's my favorite song from, from the list of debuts. Yeah, so we have a lot of big songs. It's just been a lot of shifting. We had, mm-hmm. I guess, we don't talk about Bruno was on, I think the charts for a few weeks there, and now it's all the way back down to number five. It was hitting number yeah. one for little while, and now it's back down. Heat Wave's taken over again. And I guess on the topic of number ones, uh, Theo and I decided to do a little funny thing that we're testing out. This Sunday at 8 p.m., we are doing a special hour just full of songs across the decades that have been at number one in the charts for a specific amount of time. That would be like certain Taylor Swift to... What else do we got? Blondie. Blondie. Um, bon Jovi. So it's from 1980s to present. So we're going to have a bunch of stuff. That's just going to be a little experimental thing here. Yeah. And I guess we'll just see how that runs out. Uh, tune in there. We got Sundays 8 p.m. and Fridays 8 a.m. here on the weekly wrap. <laughs> so we'll have that going here. Awesome. And those uh, songs up there, really, Enemy is one of the, So I found that a lot of them stay popular just through TikTok. Yeah. And that uh, big t- platform there. TikTok is uh, the most popular platform in the world. Easily. And it's, the, and it's uh, one of the make or break uh, mediums for popular music on TikTok. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I feel like TikTok really controls the music space at the moment. Like, so many people and so many t- people on TikTok will see a song and they, they like, and then they'll go to Spotify, Apple Music, or whatnot, look it up and start playing it and repeating it and whatnot. And can I add on one more quick thing here in terms of Spotify? So speaking of TikTok, I was just scrolling through and I saw something 
that really caught my eye, and I think a lot of people here would like it too. So I know Theo, you have a pet bird, don't you? Yes. You can Fred. now make Spotify uh, playlists for your pet. Okay. <laughs> so you can go to pets.spotify.com, and you pretty much put in your pet name. You rate their mood scale. Are they energetic, curious? And it'll make a playlist of about thirty songs for it. Really? And okay. I, mean, I was curious yesterday, and I was like, "Hey, what's this? I saw this." So now my dog's name is Jiro. He's a Shiba Inu, and apparently, according to Spotify, my dog listens to Cold Heart PNAU remix. So that's one、oh. of them. So it pretty much gives、Honor. you、uh, just based off of their attitude and mood, the energy of the songs, that kind of thing. Wow. Wait, so, can you do that for humans too, or is that just a pets exclusive? It's a pets exclusive.、I'm、well, you、sorry. could probably fill it out as yourself. Yeah, you can. <laughs> I mean, they already have them for humans. Like, come on, humans have enough Spotify playlists, don't they? I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> I know I'm not wrong. Your pets need their own stuff too, don't they? Yeah. Like, it's really cute here. And Jonathan, you can just take a look at this. They've got all these types of songs、well, matching their energy. Yeah, that's cool. So. Check that out then, because yo, you、cool、should make one、feature. for Fred. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think they have iguanas, dogs, cats. Um, I don't know, birds, and one more animal, but I kind of forgot what it is. But goldfish. I wish they had a fish. I don't think they had one, but you can find out there. Make a home playlist for your pet. <laughs> so I don't know. I should really introduce this to him, but it'll be interesting to see later. Speaking of Spotify, if you go to our Spotify page on the weekly wrap, please be sure to follow our show. More follows means more engagement, meaning us us four will reach the ears of more people than than just on eighty eight nine the bridge. I don't know it- if that's always a good thing, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the weekly wrap for you. So I think that's enough of music and Spotify and that kind of stuff. But、uh, I think we're gonna go to a bit of a sad note here, where pretty much our March Madness brackets got completely demolished yesterday. Oh yeah, that's the best、it's- way to put it. Kind of crazy. It's more than crazy. It's、And、madness. No one madness. Literally, we, madness. We were all just being imploded live on television. Quite literally. So, I, I think everybody here, if you were living in Washington State or follow March Madness in the slightest,、uh, Gonzaga kind of lost last night.、Yep. Yeah. Which I was hoping that wouldn't happen. Therefore, my entire bracket is now hosed because I had Gonzaga as my winner and Iowa as my finalist. Which Iowa kind of got knocked out, as a lot of people know. But yeah, it, it was an upset from number four Arkansas. So Theo, do you want to talk a little bit more on this? Um, yeah. So basically, um, Gonz. So basically, Gonzaga. Um, they were doing really well. And it's been a trend for them for a long time. Yeah, ninety percent of people thought they were going to beat Arkansas. Yeah, that's because they play in a pretty weak conference, and they make them and they, and they make the big dance every time. They play very well over the first two weeks, and then it's been a trend over the past several years. They get knocked down in spectacular fashion after the first weekend. And there you go, they got knocked down in spectacular fashion at home when they missed, I think. How many open layups? Too many. I think too many.、Enough. Yeah. And yeah. at the very last second, they went for one, and Arkansas was able to get pretty much the game-saving block on that layup, and that pretty much gave、uh, just Arkansas that win that they needed. And just looking at the stats here, people thought that Gonzaga would beat Duke and Arizona would beat Tennessee, but hey, Arizona is also out. So yeah, pretty much just madness. It's crazy. Whenever I tune in, it's always close games. Like. Every time、exactly. it's second half, it's within like three points or something, and everyone turns into prime Steph Curry. <laughs> Quite literally, and we have a bunch of just upsets. Like, what is your opinion on Saint Peter's? What 
Oh, oh, those. Yeah, the them. Pe- oh, yeah. the Peacocks. Yeah, so St. Peter's is going up against number three Purdue. I think it's tonight, actually. So, will they continue their Cinderella story, or will they get knocked out by the Boilermakers? So, we'll see that later, and I'm kind of excited to see that. Yeah. St. Peter's. 15th seed. 15th seed going up against number three Purdue, who took out Murray State, and it's just, I don't even know. 15th seed, but we'll see how, least, what happens there. At least uh, the 16th seed didn't win against the one seed, unlike University of, Virgi- of Maryland Baltimore College back in mm-hmm. 2018. Yeah, that's for sure. And I heard something along the lines of like 0.1% of brackets had St. Peter's actually going on. or I don't know, just crazy statistics here. Wow. And St. Peter's is that Cinderella story, but moving on to other sports, uh, World Cup qualifying is now upon us, and North Macedonia took out the Euro-winning Italian team in a extra-time winner. As they should. As they should, that's for sure. So, imagine Italy is missing their second consecutive World Cup, and they lost at home, which is the very first time they've lost a World Cup qualifier at home. So that's a huge hit there. And hopefully that doesn't bring them down too much, but... Look, considering the reaction back in 2016... Back in 2018... Yeah, I'm pretty sure that'll just rock yeah. them to their core. I think they have been rocked to their core. And one more thing, a Turkish player who missed the game-tying penalty announced his retirement from uh, international football, soccer, whatever you want to call it, right after the game. So Football's intense. It hits him right in the heart, doesn't it? But a lot of upsets happened this week, and I guess that just hits sports for us, I guess. Yeah. So. Much quicker than usual, I might add. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Like, I could talk more, but USA versus Mexico, kind of boring. 0-0 draw. Nothing too fancy. But anyway. Anyway. I think March Madness and World Cup qualifying just kind of summed it up a bit. Oh, yeah. And I guess we have a bunch of other stuff that we can talk about. What do you guys want to go for? I can go with the Shanghai story. Ooh, yeah. We got a special little feature here on the other side of the world. Yeah, so sh- the Shanghai Disneyland. I didn't know they had them over there, but Disneyland's pretty international. <laughs> but it has closed down until further notice due to a rise in COVID cases. Mm-hmm. It is, quote, the biggest coronavi- c- coronavirus flare-up in two years, which is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. But the thing is that cases are still pretty low compared to the other major countries. But China has just taken it so seriously. Like, they lock down every time there's, like, a chance of outbreak. Yeah, and I don't blame them, honestly, because they have a huge population. and It'll spread pretty fast, especially in a theme park like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So last week, businesses were closed down, but they're starting to reopen up. But the park is still closed. I wonder if Hong Kong Disneyland would do the same. Mm-hmm. It just really depends, like... The U.S. here, nobody cares too much, I guess, because mandates are getting lifted. Cases are slowly going back up, though, because masks are off. But yeah, that's just how it's going to be scientifically. Mm-hmm. Well, but that's the same with any other cold. Like, exactly. And, like, all the colds are rising because masks are coming off. Yeah, and but it's, it's understandable. A huge you know? bug going around right now in the school. So I just have really yeah. bad allergies because of spring. Yeah, spring allergies are a big look. Thing right I, have, yeah, I think I have right. like a dust allergy year round, as evidence for me sneezing all the time. Yeah, <laughs> so we'll see. What happens there? We got allergies coming around. We got the colds going around. We got coronavirus still going around. So we got a bunch of huge things. And another thing that's only going upwards right now is inflation. Fun. And uh, inflation being gas prices. So this is when something might be important here, which yeah. Jonathan and I both I will t- talk about that for a little bit. So 
As many, many people know right now, gas prices are going through the roofs, doubling and tripling all over the country. It hit $10 in Portland. So. Yeah, it's mad. So, lo- obviously, loads and loads of people are looking for electric cars. So, you guys know that all the main electric cars, such as Teslas, Nissan Leafs, and whatnot. There's a ton more that are coming out. Nissan Leaf owners here in the studio. Okay, yep. here. <laughs> but anyways, so... Right now, so many people are trying to find electric cars, such as like the Ford F-150 Lightning or um, other electric cars, just so, so that they can not have to worry about gas prices and just mm-hmm. be able to charge their car from their home. Yeah, so... Although, finding an electric car is not easy at all right now. So many car companies are mic- marking up their electric car prices a lot so that people spend more money on them, so that they can get a bigger profit margin. Mm-hmm. At the same time... Um, it's still super hard to find an electric vehicle. Um, I don't know, it's just crazy. And can I add on one more thing here? Yeah. So, my family's always been looking into, like, Audi cars. We have a mm-hmm. Q5 just because it's a good family car. And my mom took an interest in the e-trons that have been out for a while. Ooh, ooh, she nice. called Audi up saying, hey, uh, I'm looking for the Audi Q4 if you guys have an e-tron. They're like, uh, sorry, would you be interested in a bigger SUV? So... <laughs> Everybody wants those more smaller, yeah, sustainable smaller, cars. Yeah, just like city cars. Kinda. And she's pretty much just been ghosted by Audi now, <laughs> just because well, they only have the bigger SUVs. So yeah. it's so hard to find solid cars. Don't buy a car. Take the bus. Yeah, well, Theo, you're an avid public transport user. But, but to get somewhere you want to go without exactly. walking. Like, especially cars road are tripping. Yeah. Road tripping, trying to get into Seattle. Yeah, traffic's get bad. Get Greyhound. But- the link's opening in two years. True, yeah. Just wait two thing. years to go anywhere, guys. It's not that <laughs> exactly. hard. Yeah, yeah exactly. we're totally not juniors in high school right now, but... We're totally not graduating in a year. Exactly. Unless you go to, like, UW or something, but those acceptance rates have been dropping fast. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. But still, electric cars are a big thing, and we're going to have a bunch of other news coming up here after this break. So after we come back from the short break, we'll be going over some more outrageous prices. Yep. The Oscars coming up. And an interesting turn of events between an Alabama man and a crane. So This is going to be a fun I one. I know, right? Stay tuned in to the Weekly Wrap Morning Show here on 88.9 The Bridge. Let's go. And welcome back to the Weekly Wrap there. And I guess we're never going to give you up here because it does turn 35 this year. So quick little happy birthday to Rick Astley. He's never going to give you up. Yeah, I'm old yet. 35 so, years old. 35 years old. That's and pretty huge wow. if I do the say so myself. The song is climbing every day. Mm-hmm, On so. all streaming platforms, it gets... Like a million plays a day just because people like to troll people. And it's been about two weeks on number one on the U.S. Billboard at one point, so never going to give you up. I don't even know. I don't think we're ever going to... I don't think that song's ever going to give us up, personally. No, it's, it it'll be here anytime. forever. Wait, this isn't free Robux. Yeah, but still, it's never going <laughs> to give you up. Exactly. I remember the time someone was able to rickroll the official uh, YouTube Twitter account where uh, YouTube was saying, hey, uh, happy end of the year, drop us your favorite... Uh, YouTube videos of the year, and the title was uh, Cute Puppy Videos, Come Watch. And then it started with a puppy, and then it ended in a rickroll, and the YouTube Twitter account was surprised and not incredibly impressed, but yeah. we've had some great memories of that song over the year, but that was just a little light note we needed to kind of get us into the mood to accept some mm-hmm. 
sadness and insane prices here (laughs) in the United States. Jonathan takes away. Well. Well. How much do you guys... Wait, wait. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, there was a guy named um, Sean Dienes, who was 32 years old, who essentially was on, like, a hike, and he suddenly experienced really, like, like cramping in his chest and stuff, and it turned out that he had a rapidly, like, uh, like aging blood cancer in his blood. Oh, well, that's... That's not good. Un- not good at all. So, although, okay, I'll just say this before. Uh, he did survive, so do not worry. Um, although, he had to get to a hospital approximately 3,000... or No, no, 300 miles away in uh, from Colorado to North Carolina. Okay. So, so I want you to guess how much his medical bills were. Too so much. Just, just to get there. I think it's safe to say that he may have survived, but his bank account didn't. But... 17225 A little bit more than that. I'm not going to guess simply just because I already know the answer here. And you guys Miles, are what do you be... think? 20000 Oh. Well, you guys are very, very <laughs> far off. Because far off. it was $489,000. Just uh-huh. to get to the hospital? Just yep. to get to the hospital. Oh, in, um, no. For the flight from Denver. And then it was $70,000 for the ground ambulance service to and from Denver. Um, so, it's so about like 25 yeah. times what you guys were guessing. But If, if this is an, an argument for Medicare for all, I don't know what is. Yeah, so yeah. it's just... So there was, there was a small ambulance, or like a small helicopter ride. There was a larger, like another plane ride. It was crazy, but he thought that the insurance would cover it. Although insurance insurances generally get to decide what care is medically necessary and therefore cover what they decide to cover. So it wasn't really up to him. It was up to the insurance. And therefore, he had to pay a buttload of money. Yeah, And he's probably going to be in debt for a little while from that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And hopefully he gets some support from other people because this has obviously made it to the media, especially NPR. And the ironic thing is that NPR allows ads on their website and there is currently a progressive insurance ad right next to this. (laughs) And it says the savings are clear, even though... Right next to an article that said a guy paid $489,000 for an air ambulance ride. That's crazy. So it's... We are not sponsored. Nope. I, we are not sponsored because we don't want to pay $489,000 for a helicopter to fly around a I would hope not. That would not bridge, be good. But still, $489,000 and hopefully this gets in the eyes of more celebrities and just overall rich people that can help support this guy, but... Speaking of celebrities here, we have a bunch of movie news here for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because the Oscars have been nominated. Oscars have will pretty much be happening soon. And pretty yeah. much, I think before we head on to the Oscars, I think Theo has a quick uh, information about Tom Cruise and oh. some future projects. Oh, yeah. So Tom Cruise will join the Marvel Cinematic Universe in the future with some, with some new projects. Yeah. Really? Um, basically... Um, he, uh, he basically, um, uh, he may be getting a future, uh, major role, though he may learn more about that when the next MCU movie, Doctor Strange, comes out in May. Exactly. And, um, and he, and it's believed that he may make an appearance in Doctor Strange 2 as a multiverse version of Tony Stark. Yeah, we've seen it (laughs) in the trailers. There have been theories forever now, and I believe I actually heard about this a little while ago, but... Tom Cruise, this, that version of Tony Stark, people are kind of arguing because, hey, RDJ is the original Tony Stark. Why are you putting Tom Cruise into this? But 
We'll just see how it turns out, but Doctor yeah, so Strange. The Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness will be coming out in May, mm-hmm. so I guess we'll find out a little bit before then, but um, yeah, it'll be pretty cool to see if Tom Cruise is in the, in the MCU. Yeah, yeah, and one more thing to add on that, so Marvel had a What If TV show, and that really kind of held together what the multiverse was, and pretty sure Tom Cruise will be playing that more of a villainous side of Tony Stark, so... Yeah, it's gonna be very interesting to see in May. That's when the movie comes out. So, do you think that's a good fit for him? Uh, I really don't know. I've seen a lot of movies with Tom Cruise in it, but I do feel like Tom, uh, sorry, Robert Downey Jr. had something special about him. Just the way he acted and stuff, it was very like, um, technological. Fitting the rich, uh, the rich Tony Stark. Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll see what happens. Wait in May. So (laughs) it'll it'll be a field trip. No. But we'll see what happens now. And I think on that note, we're going to move on to the actual movies, overall movies and Oscars now. You know what? I'm going to sit this one out because I embarrassed myself heavily the last 10 times we talked about movies. Fair because enough. you don't watch any movies. Yeah, <laughs> I know, that's for I know. Sure. That's why I'm in the corner of the studio right now. Yeah, but still, we have a lot of best pictures. We have some things from certain variety magazines, that kind of thing, where people will predict who will win, who could win, and who should win. So. Yep. People have pretty much been saying uh, Coda, which is the Apple original film, will most likely win Best Picture. So we'll see what happens there. Could win is Belfast, and then um, by Focus Features, and then Should Win is The Power of the Dog by Netflix, which, quite frankly, I haven't seen Belfast or The Power of the Dog, but I've seen snippets from Coda, and Coda does look really good. So Mm -hmm. I can see why it will win, but... Do you know what it's about? It's about a deaf girl, pretty much Coda... I don't know exactly what it is, but I've seen a lot of ads. I think it's the best way I can huh. put it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Deaf girl in her. I'm excited. I'm always. I always like the animated feature film mm-hmm. category, and this year the nominations, as we talked about last time, are Encanto, Flea, Luca, Raya and the Last Dragon, and The Mitchells versus the Machines. Never seen any of them. <laughs> really? Right, Theo. Okay, Theo. Raya and the Last Dragon was pretty good, though. I, I would agree. It was pretty good. Yeah, and Best Actor, I'm pretty sure Will Smith will win because it's Will Smith. But could and should win should be Andrew Garfield and Tick, Tick, Boom, in my opinion, because he went from a superhero, Spider-Man, to uh, pretty much training himself to have an American accent and sing, because it was a very musical-based movie, Tick, Tick, Boom, that is. And I think he deserves it completely for all the effort he put in, and especially stepping away from a superhero role that he was known for. So Tick, Tick, Boom, he's got the Spider-Man side, and then he's got the piano player singer side. So. And then the other two nominations are Benedict Cumberbatch in The Power of the Dog mm-hmm. and Denzel Washington in The Tragedy of Macbeth. So we got a lot of good uh, nominees there here. And I think just due to lack of time here, we're going to do maybe a few more nominations, and then we got a fun story coming up here in a second. But So as for cinematography, um, Dune was obviously nominated, that show about the desert. Or the movie about the desert. Yeah. Um, and then, so was Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, mm-hmm. The Tragedy of Macbeth, and West Side Story. So we've had... Also- There's a lot of... I noticed a, thing, a reoccurring theme in the Oscars where they just repeat a bunch of the movies. So, like, they have an actor um, in a movie that's nominated, and they have a, the same movie that's nominated. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. interesting. And we have a bunch of uh, best visual effects... I believe Dune will probably win that one as well. Probably. And another uh, should win or could win, I believe, should be Spider-Man No Way Home. It no, wasn't yeah, the definitely. best at all. It's a more of a could win kind of side. For cinematography. Better. Well, okay. I, I would agree with that, actually, because the thing about um, No but Way Home... visual effects, though. Okay, visual effects. But the thing about No Way Home is that there was no reason to have that story. He just wanted to have his friends, like, be able to go to MIT. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's It's... 
It's yeah. a wacky. It was, I mean, it was a bit of a silly reason. No, it, it was it. Yeah, yeah, it was like a dumb reason for the entire. He's movie. a desperate teenager going through grief. And now no one. That was Doctor Strange's fault. Like, yeah, it kind of yeah. was. He just initiated the magic without like telling him anything. Like, listen, Doctor Strange became Doctor Strange because he was texting and driving. So yeah. he's automatically a bad role model. And again, don't text and drive, please. Please don't. That's not a good thing to do. But uh, you don't want to end up as uh, Doctor Strange without the fun superpowers. So pretty much uh, Doctor Strange, I guess, messed up that spell. But I guess it did allow us to have a very cool Spider-Man movie here, which did kind of break the internet at one point. But we're going to end this off on a very funny note here with an Alabama man and a crane. So... Let's do this. Let's do this. I'm kind of excited to hear about this. Okay. So, um, in Alabama, someone from Alabama, from Clinton, Alabama, to be specific, um, somehow managed to steal a 70-ton crane. How uh, does one do that? I don't know. So, apparently, the record, the record service owner uh, recalled moving the same crane a few years before and contacted its owner, who denied it, who denied uh, giving it being given it away. And the towing operator called law enforcement... And the guy who wanted the crane moved, uh, moved it into a ditch, and it became stuck. And so, that guy was arrested for stealing a crane. Yes, that's the well. story of the 70-ton crane here. <laughs> Alabama man with a dream, that's for sure. He just wanted his own crane, but... Do we know how he did it? Um, Not really. Driving it. Also, yeah. he was on probation, too. Well, there you go. He was desperate and in need for a crane. <laughs> what was he going to do, like, uh, laundry over money? I don't know exactly, but still, Alabama man with a crane. That, that's pretty good here, though. Do we have anything else here on the weekly wrap? I think that's it. Um, just some just some final promotions. Um, if you if you want to t- if you want to uh, contact us at any time, we have a new email account uh, to contact our host directly. It's rapweekly at gmail I repeat, rapweekly at gmail.com. And also the station number, we got 206-275-9104. You can either call in while we are live or, or even text, text us. us in. So we'll probably have some more trivia days, tier list days, which will probably require some more audience input here. So text us any time for that. And we got, um, I don't really know. That's Plus, big stuff. next week is April 1st. And next week is April 1st. And you, you ready and for we're, that? We're having a very, very special show. Now, here's to hoping everything goes perfectly and everything goes well. I don't know if that will actually happen, but I we'll doubt see. it will actually happen, but we can manifest Fingers crossed. That. I can't wait. Fingers crossed. But uh, happy almost April Fool's here, here on 88.9 The Bridge. And again, I'm Sophia. Jonathan. Miles. And Theodore. And you're listening to 88.9 88.9 The, the Bridge. Bridge.